I hit Which the live button. <laughs> I hit the live button. Uh, yeah. Sorry, sluggish morning for me. <coughs> hey. Well, and I didn't sleep very well. I slept better last night. Two nights ago, the cats, I think I, I kind of alluded to it. Yeah. I had one of my bedroom windows open and my, my daughter wasn't home. And so um, they came in my room. I thought they were going to be good. No, they decided to at 3 a.m. crawl and like have these like demonic screaming fights at each other over who was going to sit in the open window to get the night air breeze. Always, always the best. So, guess who ended up shutting that window at 3 a.m. Kicking the cats out. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know you're a cat fan, in not a cat fan. So you're just like I wouldn't even go there with the cats. Yeah, no. My daughter's cats. Yeah, I, um, I, at one point in time, I liked cats when I was young, mm -hmm. uh, but I'm not so much of a cat fan anymore. So I am a dog fan, but cats, mm, it's rough. It's rough. But anyhow, let's get this uh, little ditty on the road here, Holly. All right. <coughs> <coughs> oh, Lord. Ooh, I will, I will. I don't have the COVID. <laughs> but Holly, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> ah, uh, shit. Uh, yeah. Welcome to Slip Into the Night. This is episode 33. Agartha. Inner Earth Theories. Uh, journey to the center of the earth. The lost world. All that happy horseshit which is interesting um i was telling holly before the show i'd found um these interesting uh kindle mega packs um of old pulp authors and uh, one of the ones that i decided to grab early on was uh, uh the lost world uh mega pack which is all these uh different authors who did stories about these inner earth fictional stories um, which was quite popular uh, in the early 1900s. Um, but I did look into the two articles that you sent me, Holly. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like such bananas. <laughs> it goes like, okay, so the first one is, the first one that you sent me was very, I, I would call that one very benign. Like it was very simple to the point. You know, it went into it. it. It is bananas, I guess, in a sense. But at least it, it wasn't like there weren't like thorough explanations. I didn't see in that one too much. It was just like, this is it. In that first article you sent me. Then you sent me this other one, which was like a fucking novel. <laughs> <clears throat> um, and that one, I was just like, whoa <laughs> like this whole like explanations and like there's talks about like uh the, the, like a dude was this is that was in the other article that the, that talks about the dude that had the flight that went underneath the earth admiral bird yeah so that is part of the was that the first article or the second one because the second one was insanely long The second one, which had the like really elaborate drawing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if you want to share the drawing, but that one kind of like does some of the flight logs and stuff. Yeah, that okay. So that was, it was probably that one. So, but I skimmed through this one. That that big huge freaking thing you sent me, Holly. Mm -hmm. That was insane. I know. That's it? where it goes, like completely <laughs> wacky. Uh, but hold on, I will try to pop this up so that people it's can the, see it. The new earth.org, the new earth.org, that, that article that I sent you. The yeah, it's the second one. Yes, yeah, it's the second one. All right, so I will pop that up for everybody. Share screen. Because, I mean, I, I might have looked at the drawing for like 45 minutes. 
Yeah, so that's the uh, that's yeah. the drawing that they have. Um, yes, that's know. it. That's it. Yeah, that's the one you were talking about. Here, let me just pop that like full. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so, and and this is what she was talking about. Like, this is what they think or what they're saying the inside of the Earth is. <laughs> <laughs> and this article that she has here that she sent me goes on and on and on and on. <laughs> and I was just like, what? Well, and, and okay, honestly, so Holly, I'm more interested in Jules version, uh, Jules Verne's tale than this. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I couldn't get over the detail of the picture. Yeah. And, and the one, I don't know. When I grew up, <clears throat> the um, interior of the earth was described as the crust, the mantle and like the iron core where mm -hmm. there's like the, like the lava layer or the molten layer. And mm -hmm. it's, um, it may not necessarily be fully solid, but there's, you know, magma in there. So <clears throat> this, um, <coughs> this proposed drawing and, and that the earth is fully covered by the crust. And this, um, this theory shows that there are openings at the top and the bottom at the North pole and the South pole, which can, um, give you access into the interior, um, space of, um, the, the hollow earth, the inner earth, which has its own interior sun on the inside. I'm not quite sure how that Did works. Did I spell Agartha wrong, or is, it, is that another way you can spell it? I, I think, think I that's another way you can spell it, but... I'm going to look it up so that I can make sure I got it, I got it right in the title anyway. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and then the drawing goes on to show that there are numerous cave systems, like the Kentucky Mammoth Cave and um, in, in the United States, in the cave system underneath the pyramids and... Um, are all these actually um, subterranean access points that you can use to travel down into the inner earth. Down into Agartha? Yeah, into Agartha. And it is the, the land of advanced races. And that is kind of where some of the UFO phenomenon comes from because they fly in and out of these tunnels. and um, But their bases are really on the interior of the earth. Hmm. So if, if you can see at the top, and you can see the Admiral Byrd's flight of 1947, which he is saying that he flew his plane into this um, subterranean opening at the North Pole and then flew into um, inner Earth and then came out. Right. And, uh, and so that he is saying that he had a first... Um, a first hand experience of, of inner earth. And there are people who say that they meet inner earth people and they have inner earth relationships. Um, is there a plenty of fish for inner earth? That's all. I, I think they're probably more like match people because they're <laughs> supposed to be advanced. Oh, so that's all eugenics. Could could be, I don't know. So like you just like you get paired up with somebody else and then you have to that's your life mate. Is it like Dune and they got a Benny Jesuit like uh breeding program? Could be. Maybe they are so advanced they don't need to reproduce anymore. They just clone themselves. There's lizards that do that shit. There's a whole like group of female lizards that just clone themselves if they can't find a mate. Parthenogenesis. Yeah, it's a pretty neat shit. Um, but well, I mean, there's plants that kind of just like split off and are essentially clones of, 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 uh, of each other. Yeah. Yeah, we're live, Jason. O. yes, welcome <laughs> back, Jason. Uh, yeah, it, it's it, it was a really wacky uh, theory when I when I started going down like the little. The little thing I, I read through that whole first article, I think, that you sent me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. I'm like, all right. I'm like, I can see at least, you know, giving it a go, as they say. <laughs> um, but uh then I, I as I got into this one, mm -hmm. excuse me, the one that uh where I have the image that's up now that you can see mm -hmm. for those of you that are listening on or, or watching on YouTube. Um 
if if you're listening on the podcast, you can go onto the YouTube channel and uh, and catch the the image that we're showing. Um, but anyway, uh, so I, I, you know, they go into this whole Agartha uh, inner Earth stuff, and I'm just like, wow, wow, wow! You weren't fucking kidding, Holly. <laughs> that it gets pretty damn wacky, like, like. Like, it gets wacky to the point, like, where the books that I was just citing to you, like Edgar Rice Burroughs, fucking Jules Verne, these people believe that shit was real. (laughs) Well, because one, in that, like, 19, I don't know, was it 1940-something or 1956, um, Admiral Byrd's, you know, he's he's presenting it as a real expedition that he, he did. Yeah, and, and then um, people who are um, proponents of this um, point of view say things like the United States government does not let planes fly over the poles, and that's because they don't really want people to know exactly where these entrance points are. Yeah, um, it's. A, I mean, it's it's a it's a, uh, it's, a it's a theory. <laughs> I think I'm going to do some research on this one, Holly. I'm going to read me some fictional novels. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to come back <laughs> with a theory. A theory, huh? Uh, 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 an, uh, maybe like an, uh, an over-embracing arc between the authors. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's what I'm going to do. That's going to be my inner theory. I think because the, the, this one is just too wacky. I can't buy into it. I tend to think that the earth is solid and that there's a molten core and um, that there are like tectonic plates that slide around. And that's, you know, kind of why we have our earthquakes and shit. And um, I mean, it's a fun little theory to like, you know, think about for fun. I kind of I like this one kind of like I like uh, John Teeter. You know what I mean? Well, I think this is kind of like you know I think your last slip in the knot, forty uh, um, and slip show. You talked about gin, and it was like a oh, two hour yeah. show, and you spent like I don't know maybe thirty minutes on gin. <laughs> <laughs> and you pretty much like I don't believe in gin. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> is why I was like, um, "Oh man, we can use this," but I think you're gonna just. Um, no, I don't. I don't mind us talking about it. Like, I have no I think, problem. I think you should talk. I think people should talk about it. And why? Why is this such a phenomenon? Because a lot of people are really into this idea. Yeah, they really believe in it. And um, it's well, look at the flat Earth thing. People, the pe- the flat Earth people, are so passionate, the crazy passionate. Mm-hmm. Like I watched that whole uh, flat Earth documentary thing that they did mm-hmm. with my son, and him and I just sat there mouths agape. Mm-hmm. Like he he like the whole time I could just tell he's like looking at me. He's like these people exist. Mm-hmm. I'm like yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes they do. <clears throat> yes, Jason. Um, I did originally uh, title it Gin and Tonic. Uh, I changed it mm-hmm. as I should have. Mm-hmm. It should. It went back to what it should have been fucking titled in the first place. Um, so I think it's so interesting though with the, this idea. It gets tied into the UFO phenomenon, and um, you know, it also gets tied into like government underground bases and alien underground bases, and um. It just like it spider webs into all these other kind of alternative things. belief systems, which is very fascinating to me. And I, I'm oh, not, yeah. and I'm not trying to like if if you really strongly believe in this um, point of view, I'm, I'm not. I I want to have a conversation because I want to understand it a little bit more. Um, well, I mean, th- listen, uh, uh, there is a, a very interesting place uh, called Darren Kuyu. Um, yes. yes, I was where, about this this morning. It, where people uh, lived underground. 
Uh, which and it is obvious that they lived underground and for what it seems to be a long period of time. Now there is a lot of question about whether Darren Kuyu is as old as they say it is. I don't know. Or older, because it's not that far from Gobekli Tepe. Right. And which is archaeologically most um the, the consensus now is that it, it's it's the oldest known site mm-hmm. of um, of building and um, basically like civilized life, um, not living in tribes and uh, hunter gatherer stuff, but you know putting together buildings and mm-hmm. and um, and it's so. But if Darren Kuyu is as old or older than it is showing that at some point people needed to live in the deep subterranean um, caverns for a while. And the um, the architecture or the setup of Darren Kuyu is extremely um, sophisticated. I mean, they put a lot of thought into it. Oh, yeah. There's, it- like The way the air is able to circulate in that place, mm-hmm. the, um, the, uh, the way that they have certain chambers where you can talk in them and you can be heard almost throughout the whole place. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least I believe that's Darren Kuyu. <clears throat> um, they had they had uh, uh, places for animals mm-hmm. uh, to to be raised. There was all kinds of little weird fucking things in that place, and it, it's very very interesting what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do know that some uh, what, what what some like Christian missionaries at one point hid out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, like you were talking about, like, there's like this whole question of how old is it, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know? Um, but like, I think about that and, the, and, and that's obvious that that's it. like, to me, Darren Cooley is one of those things like it, that's older than what they're talking about. And like, it's obvious that like that, oh, that took a lot to build. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so like there's there's more than meets the eye to the history of the human race. Now, do I think there's a hollow earth history to the human race? I don't think so. You know, I, I, I signs to me point to no. I don't know about you, Holly, but to me, they point to no. Because I think we, um, I'm gonna send you a a, a drawing of what Darren Kuyu. Oh, okay, cool. I will pop that up as soon as you send it to me. Did you get that? Excuse me. But but okay, so. Dun, dun, dun. We have all kinds of. Dun, so dun, dun. I, I'm not quite sure if there's human civilizations still living underground, um, or like deep under the crust. There may be, you know, I mean, we have the technology now to dig deep into the crust of the Earth, as far as seven miles down. So what the different governments are doing to make um, underground um, complexes, you know, I think they could very well be doing that now for other human civilizations or ancient civilizations that are, might still be there or living in the center of the earth. I'm, I'm not really sure about that. Um, but I have also been open to the idea of other types of consciousness. So who knows what's living deep down underneath the earth, but it's, it, that's its environment. And do you know what I mean? Right. Like I, I think, <clears throat> all right. So I've, <clears throat> excuse me. I've said for uh, a great deal of time now that I think that the greatest discoveries that will ever be made will be made in the ocean at this mm-hmm. point. Like, mm-hmm. yes, we, we're, we're, co- we're constantly finding new species of, of animals all the time on the surface of, mm-hmm. of the planet. I mean, but the, what we find underneath the ocean is incredible. Um, and the fact that we have barely even scratched the surface of, you know, what's going on underneath the surface of the water 
is crazy. And I, I, I've said anyone that wants to get into like cryptozoology, look for the shit under the water. Mm-hmm. That's where you're. Sh- that's that's where you want to go. Uh, these people that want to go look for fucking Bigfoot and shit. <laughs> good luck. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, the there could be something that lives under the ground. But like you were saying, Holly, it is adapted to its environment. It doesn't live like we live. It's a completely different thing, <clears throat> a different type of living. Yeah, well, I mean, in a lot of ways, living underneath the crust is actually makes a lot of um, sense in terms of species survival, because the crust is um, living on the surface like we do is um, we are subject to all kinds of stuff happening, whether mm-hmm. it be weather events. Well, that's why we live or, in homes. Well, yeah, but even a home is not going to pro- protect us from a solar flare, right? Right. It's not going to protect us from a big comet hitting hitting the planet, which is one of those things that they think happened to trigger that, uh, you know, the, one of the ice extinction level events. events, you know, it's not. Yeah. And then your your civilization gets set back. What? How many tens of thousands of years you may have mm-hmm. to start over, which is kind of like this thought of, oh, well, there was humanity had an, a level of civilization and then something some kind of extinction level event happened whether it's a super volcano eruption that you know put us into a um you know like a a global winter for a hundred thousand years or whatever and they had to go under the earth and then they came back to the surface but even just adapting to live under the surface there is a level of protection there you are protected from cosmic rays and radiation Mm-hmm. Things like comets, meteorites hitting the surface, you know, um, catastrophic weather events, whether it be hurricanes or or earthquakes or that kind of stuff. So it, it does help. There is a measure of protection having some of your civilization underground. Yeah, no, I I'm, it it, do, it does kind of make sense. Uh in an in a, in an essence to keep people alive uh should the surface have been inhabitable and i think there could have been a time for that uh in our past i've i've said for from a, a long long time that i think that humans are a species with amnesia i tend to agree with graham hancock that the the history of human beings is one that we've forgotten uh, because it got erased and then it was gone and there's nobody to pass it on. Um, <clears throat> and we've forgotten what the true history is. Um, and I, I don't know that we'll ever learn what the true history was. I think that as we unearth some of these things, excuse me, like, uh, go back Tepe and, you know, a lot of these, uh, ancient ruins, it, it it begs more questions because it keeps setting these these dates of humanity back further and further. Um, and then and then you just get the same lip service from the historians and the people. Ah, well, that it was done by hunter gatherers. Well, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. Maybe we need to look at things a little bit different. Oh. <laughs> oh gosh, Philip Blair. I hear there's a deadly virus going around on the surface. Yeah, well, um, I mean, hey, there could have been uh, that that deadly virus uh, could have been dragged down underneath the surface too. So you never know. I mean, hey, it's 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 a crazy world. Like, who knows what people were doing? <clears throat> there's there's the the theories are that I think that they were trying to escape the the ice age. They were trying to stay warm. Uh, and Darren Kuyu. I mean, I don't know if that's the case. I don't know if it was built before that. It's so hard to date shit when it comes to rock. They can't, there's no real way to, for them to date it. Like, besides, like, you know, they can probably tell, well, they dug through these, you know, substrata. So we know it's after this. <laughs> and we know it's before here. 
<laughs> so fucking hell, you know. I know, uh, but I mean, Darren Kuyu is big enough for twenty thousand people. Yeah, that's a huge amount of people. Yeah, that is. It's crazy. It's it's a, it's a lot of people that, and you think about that. If they were to do something like that on a on a on a larger scale, they could have those types. You know, th those types of cities available for people in the future. And hey, think about this too. We're we're in a society where we're they're they're literally looking at places where because of population explosions and especially in like cities they're running out of room like i mean hell if they were to build down and up at the same time in these cities there'd be a whole hell of a lot more fucking room you know that's i, I thought i i know that there's engineers that are thinking about try, like trying to wrap their fucking heads around how to how to fit more people into the fucking spaces like you know these uh there's uh they, they have these ideas these, these cities that like they're like built cities it's mm. crazy shit yeah but you know hey the 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 whole inner earth theory like i said it before i like it as a story it's a cool fucking story and not like a movie story. Those every time they try to do the the fucking journey to the center, they fuck it all up. It's horrible. Just give me a good story. Give me a good book. <laughs> like tell tell me about fucking some ancient guy in a fucking crazy hat going on an adventure. <laughs> That's all I need. That's it. Yeah, Zion and the Matrix was underground. Cody, that's very true. Uh, that, that's the whole thing. <clears throat> I don't know if I can buy it. I don't, know. Um, I don't know. It's fun though. It is really interesting, and and certainly they do have a lot of like UFO reports. Listen, I UFOs that are going a, down a, underneath the water and down deep into. I was a big um, D and D guy. Okay, <laughs> there, there was a whole race of elves that lived underneath the ground. They were evil, and then they had a hero. You know that they formed out of this fucking, these people that they wrote all kinds of books about, you know? So I'm all about living under the fucking ground, <laughs> just in books. But I agree with you, Holly. There's a whole thing about UFOs coming out of the ocean, whether or not they come from underground. Could there be underground bases? And listen, hey, we're, we live in a society now where the Pentagon and the government has come out and said, yeah, this is like a video. We don't we're releasing it. We don't know what the fuck it is. Like that happened. Just yes. recently. Just recently happened. <laughs> yeah. And so, there are as, as many or more underwater UFO reports. As they are like in the well, air. If I, if I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, the one that was released, or one of the ones that was released, came up from under the water, and then it flew across the water. And the entire time that they were tracking this thing or trying to track this thing, this thing was actively trying to jam their radar. I mean, and, and and so we now live in a time where this has happened. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is going on. And we're talking about whether or not there's things underneath the Earth's crust, <laughs> Holly. It right. could very well be. Mm -hmm. But like you were saying, exactly like you were what you were talking about, though. They're probably either adapted to it. Mm -hmm. They have some way to live under there. Yeah. Like i.e. Darren Kuyu, you know, a place to go. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, or, you know, they're, um, they're underwater. They're living in underwater bases. Yeah. Yep. It, there's a lot of um, stories around um, in Peru. A lot of the um, kind of the shamanism energy work that I, I study is from Peru and around the uh, Lake Titicaca area. Mm -hmm. And the indigenous people there have reports that they, they, they see, they, they, will, they will tell you that the, they see like kind of like craft going in and out of um, Lake Titicaca under the water. Yeah. You know, and they will say, you know, yeah. And then they come through the water, you know, 
and then they, they fly off and do different things. Um, you know, it, it, who knows what it really is. It's an observation. That is an observation, right? There is something that comes up and out of the water mm-hmm. it flies, and it could be coming up out of the water from some kind of underground place or some underwater base. Um, there, have you ever heard of the, um, the island called High Brazil? Yes. And it, they used to always put it on maps off to yep. the west of Ireland. Mm-hmm. And then now nobody nobody finds it. But pe- people would say that, you know, they would go and they would see like little funny animals on it. And um, yeah, I, I've, I've heard of those stories and I've heard of what you speak of. Yes. Yeah. So and there's a lot of older maps from like the 13 and 1400s that have this place of high Brazil. Well, there's, that, the there's also that map that sh- that that old ancient map that shows the topography of Antarctica. Yes, yeah, that the Perry. Yeah, ah, you've got um, it too. You've got it. Perry Reese. Yes. Yeah. The Perry Reese map. Yes. Yep. Um, it's it, it's weird. Okay, like I said, I think I personally think we're a species with amnesia. You know, we've forgotten what our past is and through no fault of our own. I th- well, actually, I think it's through our own fault, but it's through our ancestors who destroyed our history. You know, I think par- I think the, the Library of Alexandria being burned destroyed probably a lot of information <clears throat> that could have been very beneficial to us understanding our past. Um, but hey, it is what it is at this point. Maybe, maybe someday we'll find something that will help us to understand it. You know, I don't think it's going to direct us to the center of the earth, to Agartha. I don't think we're going there. Mm -hmm. I mean, if it exists, Holly, we'll go. We'll fucking plan a fucking, you know, a a, a vacation to Agartha. Well, all the stories say that it's like really warm and like <clears throat> tropical there. Well, then <laughs> fuck. Yes. You know, I mean, I'm it, looking for warm and tropical. And, are, they, uh, if, are they coronavirus free? Because I would fucking love to be able to just go walk around and not worry about shit. It, yeah. You know, you may not have to wear take your face mask to a garden <laughs> or worry about having a, a face mask inciting incident and in possible. Um, altercation. Yeah. Um, Are they rioting in Agartha? <laughs> no. Well, no. you know they say there's a lot because it's also not just Agartha, but like other other um, kind of cities of high consciousness are often un- located in the inner earth, like Talos and um, Shambhala. You know, mm-hmm. and a lot of the Theosophists. Um, information that is channeled and they are channeling information from consciousness that they say is located in the inner earth. And, um, you know, all, I think the, the, one of the crazy maps you showed shows, shows the city of Shambhala in that inner earth realm. Yeah, it it did on that one. That's that, uh, it's one of the links you sent me. Yeah. So, but that doesn't, to me, if it's coming through as channeled information, it is not necessarily a physical place. It is something that is coming out of the mind and out of potentially the imaginations of, uh, or the collective consciousness of, of human beings. Right, which I don't necessarily think is always the proper information, I guess. Like it's that's 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 a strange place to be in the collective consciousness you know what i mean that's a it it it, it can be a very um uh ever changing place <clears throat> it doesn't stick to one mode of rules uh <clears throat> the collective consciousness Right. So I think everyone who um, I read channeled information from time to time, I think you always have to take it as a grain of salt. I think you also have to kind of 
know that it is a point of view and is not the truth with a capital T. It mm-hmm. is the channeler's truth or whatever being that they're saying that they're channeling that being's point of view or truth, but not necessarily the capital T truth or anything based in solid three-dimensional facts. Mm-hmm. But yeah. oftentimes fun as hell. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that that's, that's the, that's the part of it that I like. And that's, that's the thing like that, that has always kept me like in and interested in all of the things that I've, remained interested in be it you know bigfoot or ufos or the loch ness monster or the mothman or all you know or the 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 other strange stuff you know like the occult you know the the stuff that we deal more with on this side um i like where it takes me and sometimes when it takes you there when you go down those little roads you learn something too you know, so it's worthwhile, I think, all in all. Like, I've gotten to get into some really cool stories and check out some really cool stuff. And, you know, like, uh, uh, maybe, like, further down the road, we can uh, do some some stuff about some of those uh, inner Earth fictional stories, which would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'm not talking, like, the fucking bullshit on TV. <laughs> Like good, good actual like written fiction. That the people put put out some oh God, a lot of great stuff, great great stuff. So, Katie, for some reason, it takes my mind to Easter Island and those half buried statues. Yeah, like what? That is a show into itself, but. Oh yeah! Fuck what's yeah! Going on on Easter Island. The Moai. The Moai. A fucking weird ass Moai. That's some weird shit on Easter Island. Um, it, it, you, if you, I'll tell you what. You take any look at any type of ancient structure that's kind of eh. Uh, Gobekli Tepe. What's that one down uh, with the H blocks, Holly? Puma Punku. Yeah. Um, you start going down any of these rabbit holes and fuck. Fuck. It's question after question. The equ- answers beg more questions. You know, and I it's it's one of those things where I love it. I like I like like shows like Ancient Aliens. Um I'm not sure if ancient aliens are what happened. Um, but I like those shows because they, they highlight those ancient, uh, places, those, you know, those archeological structures. It's awesome. Awesome. Um, and I, but, but it, it, it takes your brain into this fucking, this loop of what the fuck was going on. Was it us? Was it a different race of peoples? Was it a different stage of humanity? What the fuck was it? And like, once you start going down that rabbit hole, like, it's like a fucking Alice in Wonderland trip, like, that you never expected. <clears throat> because it, it just take, takes you further and further. The more you look, the further you go. The further you go, the more you look. I mean, I I started watching those ancient alien shows and then started looking into some of this stuff and doing this with doing this show uh, or these shows, the 40 and slipping this. It's holy fuck. You you get lost. Absolutely lost. So and I'm just glad like I haven't had anything like really obsessive in a long time. When it's come to these topics, like John Teeter was probably my last really obsessive thing that I had found. Like all because my roommate brought me home a CD with an MP3 on it of a Coast to Coast episode. And he was like, you've got to listen to this. 
And from there, I like spent like almost a month just lost. I was I, I was out of work. I was collecting unemployment. And I was literally like day in, day out reading fucking message board posts. I am. I, I, it was I am. By the time I was done, I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Is time travel real? <laughs> you know, and of course, now I look back and go, yeah, no, probably not. I mean, in a, in 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 the effect of yes, you were there in time, and now you're here in time. That's time travel. Um, but otherwise, I don't know, and I don't think so right now. Or is it? I don't know. I don't even know anymore. See, you start going down those holes, Holly. You lose your orientation. Yeah. You don't have a compass. You cannot take GPS down these rabbit holes, Holly. It doesn't work. <laughs> you get lost very fucking quick. It's like going from fucking... I, I equate it to... I don't know if you did this early on in the internet. I know I did. I got the internet very, very early on. <clears throat> and you can still do this, but... I would just go from one web page to another web page to another web page to another web page to another, and you'd like find you wind up somewhere like just really dark. But you can do the same thing with like YouTube going down YouTube loops and shit <laughs> nowadays. <clears throat> but I yeah, equate it to that. I think, oh, I do, but I try and um, well, in the old days, I never I had like dial up. So I could only look like five pages before I'm like my whole computer would like shut down and freeze. Oh out. yeah, dial up. I remember <laughs> tones, and hopefully it was going to connect correctly. And um, oh yeah, so, which yeah. seems it really wasn't that long ago, but it is so clunky compared to, to how now. it is now. Oh, I rem yeah. I'll never forget when my uh, the girl I was seeing at the time got uh roadrunner what they called roadrunner internet which was the cable internet when it first came out um and she's like yeah i'm getting roadrunner installed and i was like ah oh, cool and seeing how fast that was the first time i was like holy shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was blown away yeah. um but yeah now now like it's like instant. Everything's fucking instant when it comes to the internet. Mm. So it's crazy. But um, crazy I, world. It is. It, it, so it is easy for it to become a huge kind of time time eater to just kind of roam around the internet. Um, but I've been thinking a lot about you know distractions and how it can be just a, this huge distraction from things I need to do. Yeah. Um, and how, how we can use distractions and distractions like, you know, playing on the internet, going down YouTube rabbit holes to avoid that quiet kind of when we were talking about on Wednesday, that take a breath time. Yeah. Oftentimes when we know we need to take a breath, but we know it's going to like, sometimes when you take a breath and you finally slow down, all that pain that you've been avoiding comes crashing in and distractions are one way to avoid the pain Yeah, and avoid feeling your feelings and to really sit <clears throat> and be with yourself and sometimes parts of yourself that are really uncomfortable. Mm. And I don't know. Um, and I know that I can, instead of getting my mind in that nice, still meditative place, I can uh, engage in way too many distractions. <laughs> oh, I'm a fucking, I'm a YouTube distracted fucking asshole sometimes. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I do a lot of uh, research on YouTube, which can like if i can stay focused is good um uh but uh can can lead to some bad situations there um 
curiosity um, allegedly killed the cats, right? Yeah, so, and oh, yeah. Wow. That's the you, warning with curiosity is that it can. It, it's, it, it's, it, it's, it's a, it's a good tool if you use it properly as with anything else, you know, like it's, it's not good or evil. It's how you use it. Agreed. You know, that's how I look at the internet. It's not good or evil. It's how you moderate it. Um, some people do very well at that. I know I am going to unplug, uh, from everything, uh, in july i'm just going to i've already decided i'm scheduling everything ahead of time for a week out um i'm shutting off the ebay store for the week and i am not even i'm not looking at social media i'm not looking at fucking youtube um i just want to just for the week like i might listen to the radio uh because i have satellite radio um I might do like listening to my radio show um, and stuff like that. But I do not. I, I just want away from it all for a whole week. I need it. So I've decided to do it. And I'll be honest, fucking Katie. God damn you. You're the one that fucking got me, convinced me to do it. Um, uh, but yeah, I am going to do it um, in July while I'm on vacation because I just fucking need it. And I, you know, I was talking with you earlier about, you know, where I may do the show. I don't know where I want to unplug. I probably won't. Um, Or I'm what I might do is uh, pre-record one um, and put it out uh, for your fuck your fuck. Oh, because <laughs> you fucked up when you wrote it the first time. <laughs> oh, Katie, you're, Katie, you're great. Fingers about grandma. What's that? We're not pointing any fingers here about grammar or spelling. Yeah, no it. shit, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, Steve, Steve Alcorn just sent Katie some uh, some nice stuff. Um, which, uh, was really, really cool. Uh, but, um, yeah, so, um, I'm going to wrap this up, Polly. Um, so I can, uh, relax for a little bit and maybe, uh, enjoy some of the day today after we talked about, a, a fantastical world underneath the crust of the, the surface of the earth. It's inner earth. It's it's way below the, yeah. it's the inside. And there are some allegations of dinosaurs down there, which I think would be really fabulous. And maybe well, that's why I'm. That's why I kind of like seriously. Uh, you can't really see it because the the green screen it disappears a lot. But um, <laughs> I, I, on my Kindle, I I want to get into those fucking the lost world stuff. Like I want to. Like that's on my list of stuff. I picked up early on. I picked up for I think it was for ninety nine cents too. Was uh, an, a a book of uh, all of H G Wells' work, you know. And I read the Time Machine, and I really enjoyed it. Um, it was uh, it was I'd never read it, and it was not what I was expecting because I'd seen like the the movie adaptation. So I, I kind of had an idea of what was going on or what was going to happen, but I didn't. I'd never read it, so. It was a lot of fun to read it, and I've got a, a bunch more of his books in that one. Um, and I want to check out some of that earlier fiction because it's so fun to read how these guys tried to describe things. That's the interesting thing is to see how they just tried to describe the fantastical technology mm. that they had no concept of. They were inventing in their minds, right? You know, they knew what they they knew what they wanted to say. Yeah. But they didn't know how to describe it. Well, and then it it creates a book that people, millions of people have read. And Mm -hmm. it gets them wondering, well, if we could do that, how would we do that? Right. And it eventually it happened. And it's like those drawings of Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, yeah. Like he had these thoughts of flying machines 500 years ago. And it just took it for people to look at it and really think. 
how can we really do this? How can we make this happen? And we've made it happen. Yeah. And then, you know, so I do think dreaming in the imagination and trying to see what's out there and trying to explain things is worthwhile because this is how we dream and Oh yeah. And move ourselves forward on that kind of edge of unknowing and bringing it into knowingness. Absolutely. Because if we stop dreaming, then we just kind of stay static where we are and we can't move forward. Oh, I want my fantastical stories. Keep them coming, people. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I like my fantastical stories. I'm fucking I'm I'm midway through Dune right now. So the well, the Dune or the original uh six books of Dune written uh by uh, Frank Herbert, I'm I'm right in the fucking middle of it, um, and yes. Uh, by the way, Katie, I'll be done with Steve Call's book by tomorrow, um, <clears throat> without issue. Uh, so uh, I'll get through that too. But uh, um, yeah, uh, it, as far as uh, w we can always go back down this road again, Polly, or back down this cavern. We can. If we you can will. dive deep into the inner earth again. and That's right. Yeah, we can yeah. take a flight through the poles, if you will. Um, Probe the poles. <laughs> those two. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, until until then. Uh, do you have a day off coming up this week that you know of, Holly? Um, no, actually. Well, I don't know what's happening other than I've been told that we are no, we are going back to our regular schedules. They have. We now return you to our regularly scheduled program sort of, yeah. already in progress. Um, Holly's life will resume. Well, no, it's, well, it is <laughs> resuming in a new way. So my regular, I, I'm. It's going right. to be, it's going to be different, but the same. So I, I'm, I am now allowed to work my full hours instead of, instead of having to take a pandemic day, I can't work more than 40 hours. So I don't really know what that's going to look like. So this is part of the ever-changing work banana. Yeah, but it's it, and everybody's everybody's going through it right now. So yeah, um through it. So I will yeah. keep you posted off show on what's going, what's on, going and, on and what I think would be another fun, perhaps fantastical topic to Okay. <laughs> it's not too often when I feel like I can send you something and you go, Wow, heard and heard that. That's <laughs> Well, I've, I mean, I've heard about like inner earth stuff, but I mean, it gets crazy. You, you did not so, know the full extent of the. Banana. No, I didn't know how crazy it got. So, um, but yeah, so we'll be back uh, probably next Saturday with another show. And until then, everybody stay safe, uh, stay safe and uh, enjoy your week. I will be uh, on air tomorrow night with. Uh, Steve Culls, uh, KT, and Steve Alcorn. <clears throat> Matt is taking the week off this week, um, and we will see you then. Uh, until then, have a have a good time, people.